Fantasia.cc podcast. The Fantasia International Film Festival is back, and it's mostly remote because COVID isn't over, everybody. Uh, as we do every year, 9to5.cc is going to be watching movies and releasing podcasts, and this is that show. If you enjoy the show, uh, the people who do this 9to5 goes to Fantasia podcast, myself, Scott, and John, have a bi-weekly show called 9ES that you can also find on uh, all wherever you get your podcasts if you just look for the 9to5 Entertainment System or 9ES or however you want to find it. Uh, if you like the show, tell your friends, uh, sit back, I don't want to waste your time. Uh, here is an episode of 9to5 Stays In for Fantasia. Fantasia Fest is rolling on, John. I keep oh, watching boy, oh, movies. Boy. What do we see? Uh, I saw, so this this is, I, I saw three movies. I don't know if we want to hammer through the three of them or if we want to save one for later. Let's save one for later. I'm going to try and get one, for one later. to top you off. So I will give you three countries and you will pick two of them. All three are Afghanistan. No. Uh, we have we Russia, the United Kingdom, and Japan. Russia and the UK, they love each other so much. Russia and the UK. Cool. Uh, so we're going to talk about, uh, I keep say- because of the film Martyr, I keep saying Martyr Lane. No, it's Martyr's Lane, because uh, it's a UK film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so we're going to talk about Martyr's Lane, and we're going to talk about hashtag blue underscore whale. Okay. So those are the two movies we're going to talk about. Um, the first one, I think, we'll, we'll we'll kick it off with, I guess, kind of the le- the less interesting of the two. Not to say that mm-hmm. it was bad. Uh, Martyrs Lane. Okay. So I think we've talked about it a lot on this show and on 90s. Uh, how like hard or like kind of like a subgenre of horror, like ghost horror, is. Okay. Like like proper ghost horror, right? Because usually the the ghost has experienced some kind of loss or what have you. There's like something undone. It's it's it is absolutely even if a ghost is haunting a house, it's a very different thing from like a slasher or a, or a zombie movie or a vampire or a zombie movie, movie or yeah. or whatever. And and it's always like the story of the ghost is often like as important as the story of the protagonist, right? Of course. Like that's yeah. uh, so. Uh, Martyrs Lane gets a lot of that right. And another thing that we've gone on about a lot in the in these Fantasia series films and just in general is um, how hard it is to have kids being your central focus of the film. And mm-hmm. but when it works, like hot damn, does it work? This movie hinges on the performance of like two little girls, like the the main little girl, the the human girl, Leia is on screen for like not an exaggeration 95 to 96 percent of the film like it's a lot to carry it's a lot to carry and a lot of and a lot of the scenes she's even like alone like just kind of <laughs> kind of going through the this situation then her then this this ghost that she kind of encounters in the woods also interacts with her a bunch and these kids are I mean, like you can, if you, yeah, look up Martyrs Lane and take a look at the photos if you want. Like, like these kids are, look to be younger than 10. Mm-hmm. Like, these are not uh, like teenagers kind of <laughs> pretending to be kids or whatever. These are actual children doing like actual like horror, actual emotional resonance, actual like 
fondness for each other. They're like huge wide range of emotions. So hats off to both of the young actors. And this. sounds to me like they pull it off. Is they really do. They, 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 the performances, they pull it off. So basically the storyline is, is there's a, uh, she's a, Leah is a preacher's daughter. Ooh, and you, you might've been wrong there. Is one of them, uh, one of the characters named Bex? Uh, no, Bex, Bex is a supporting cast. She's not the, uh, cast. The, 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 the two little girls I'm talking about are Leah and Rachel. Leah and Rachel. Yeah. So they are, oh, yeah, Bex, right. Bex is the older teenage sister, but she's uh, she's a supporting cast. She's not, not a main yep. cast member at all. Yep. Anyway, see, very young, young actors. Yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, so Leia is a, uh, a preacher's daughter. Um, they live in one of those like old houses, like attached to the, the, the church or whatever. And right off the get go, she, her mother wears a golden locket around her neck. And there's a little strand of golden hair in the locket that she's kind of like obsessed with like the like leah's kind of well the mother's extremely obsessed with and leah's mm-hmm. kind of just like wants to like see it and figure it out um she gets the little strand of golden hair and then it's sort of again we're spoilers uh and even though this is this is pretty evident from the get-go as soon as the golden hair start like thing gets out of the locket she starts encountering this other little girl who uh girl appears to be a ghost. It was like in a rapidly deteriorating kind of state. Like the first night that she um, sees her, she's like a, like a cute, normal looking girl. And she's like every night afterwards, she's sort of like decomposing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's always, they, they play these little games together and she's always giving these like cryptic little clues. And then in the daytime, Leah goes to like these locations of where there clearly are like discarded toys from like another little girl and whatever. And, Turns out there was a, a a third sister, right? Bex is the older sister. Then it would have been Rachel in the middle, and then Leah would have been the youngest sister. And mm-hmm. the it reveals how she died, the tragedy of it, all this and that, uh, as it goes. And obviously the mother like does like, and like the parents are in such a state of denial that like Leah doesn't even know that she had an older sister. Turns out she died on her birthday. Ooh. So in fact, and that was why Leah was premature was it was like the trauma of the kid dying like uh like triggered the birth triggered uh, triggered the birth in the in Leah's mom so like that that all comes out too so it's like pretty pretty dark and again a lot to hang on little kids kind of kind of going through this but the kids really really pull it off where this movie uh succeeds is very much in kind of like you know that bad stuff is gonna happen <laughs> and but like the ki- like the kids are still like even the ghost kid like kind of like maintains their innocence throughout mm-hmm. like like you know like like the the ghost kid is in a, a little like angel costume with like a like busted up wings and stuff and she's like no 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 but she's like these are just like fake ones this is my real ones comes in i'm your guardian angel look and it's like she like shows like her back and it's like all like decomposed and gross but there's kind of like gunk coming out she's like that's where the wings are gonna come from and like the kid, and you're like, no, keep composing, girl. You are, you're not gonna get your wings. You're, you're a, a rotting ghost. <laughs> this is real sad. And um, is there the, a butt? Because this sounds, is, this sounds pretty good. This is real good. And um, so, I tell me how much you you if, are you gonna see this if you're gonna check it out. So I, I would definitely watch this if it popped up on Netflix. Okay. I don't know that I'm going to watch it in the fantasy. I world. think if I'm, hang on, 
Dun, these guys got and I want to say one of these is presented by Shutter. Is this one maybe? Presented oh, I'm by definitely Shutter? gonna watch it. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. me this, some some good ghost stories. Yeah, exactly. If this yeah. if this pops up on Shutter, so there is a moment at the end of the film where what happens on screen is like borderline the exact thing that you want to happen, like proper emotional resonance, gut wrenching, and stuff. But then the the road that they get there falters. So hmm. like, again, to talk about this without spoilers, so I'm kind of navigating around it. Yeah, that's a Something fault. sort of supernatural happens and it goes kind of like exorcist poltergeisty with like, and like stuff like shaking and kind of like flying around the room. And that it was the exact wrong choice on Ooh. how to get to what happens next. Because after that scene, what happens is amazing. But there's it's it's but just it's, literally it's so bad that it kind of poisons the yeah the you're kind of like oh wait that sort of ruins it like like this uh-huh. wasn't a, this wasn't a movie that needed like books flying across the shelves like or whatever right. you know like like every everything else was so like muted and like and just sort of like yeah absolutely supernatural and stuff going on but like it just seems like such a tonal shift that it robs the moment that it happens afterwards. Cause the moment that yeah. happens afterwards is really good. Like, like but like both uh, Sarah and I was watching with Sarah, like we kind of checked out at how cheesy the weird, like literally like two minutes of dumb special effects was mm-hmm. that it like spoils the moment at the end. It's kind of like how like an over-reliance on jump scares can cheapen an otherwise quality horror film, you know? Yeah. It's like just a lot, sudden loud noises are, are supposed to build tension. It, it, not quite how that works yeah yeah it, it's and it's like it's it's a real shame i don't know if uh if this is the final version of it mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or whatever but like literally just like i think like a different editing choices for about two minutes of this movie would have made it like a really really good compelling like ghost story hmm. with like a with a like a fittingly tragic ending at the end of it too like it just why do you have weird poltergeist exorcist special? Some effects people are really afraid of the like the slow burn, subtle ghost story. You know, like they feel they don't like it or it just it doesn't work for them. And it could be that this is like a reaction. Somebody put those things in there as a reaction to that. I think the, the girl who I am the girl who lives in the walls or whatever. It came yeah. out on Netflix maybe two years ago. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of people slammed it and a lot of people said, no, no, no. This is the best ghost story in a long time. Mm-hmm. Subtle. Too subtle. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. it. And it's really just for two minutes. There's not at no yeah. point. Otherwise, other weird, like haunting stuff or whatever in the film. It's just like, do you recommend? I, I would recommend it, especially like I said, like it is it is a subgenre that I'm always kind of fascinated with. Like we talked a lot about the like the haunting series on Netflix and stuff like yeah. that. Like yeah. it, it's it's a weird thing. It's easy to mess up, I think. Totally. totally. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Martyrs Lane does uh, does, I would say like 95% deliver it just <laughs> it's just where where it falters like boy does it falter and like to the point where it like it cheapens its own otherwise really good ending oh like, that hurts yeah, you, yeah you've, te- you've tempted me though I still think I'm gonna check this out yeah and and again I think and, and even if it's uh, if if nothing else it's I find always fascinating to watch like little kids show off like tremendous acting chops like it's mm-hmm. it's like you're like how did this happen <laughs> like why why are these kids so good at it uh, right and like i said this one has two of them 
and and it fully fully hangs it's not like even like i think one of the other ones that we always talk about with like solid kid acting is like babadook mm-hmm. right and it's like but like the babadook kid is often like playing off his mom like in this like the mom is not even that important like she interacts with like all characters but it's like the mom is kind of like the other main character in babadook like the mom is just a supporting character in this like it's mm-hmm. really 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 hangs entirely on kira thompson it's crazy impressive yeah yep um Russia. So yeah, w- would recommend um the other the russian film that i watched was hashtag blue hash underscore whale yeah hashtag blue underscore whale. that's right so this is based on um an actual like cyber crime that went around in eastern europe uh th- this is like a fictionalized version of it but like mm-hmm. the like blue whale like social media like challenge like stay up all night and then nah, 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 whatever else and then apparently apparently resulted in uh up to like 130 deaths <laughs> like linked with this social media trend it was like oh. like a stupid ice bucket challenge that was just a little too crazy yeah exactly like like run through traffic and stuff and like all all this crazy things and also the the is the inspiration for the 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 japanese uh, momo ghost huh. the momo ghost like the big dark eyes or whatever else like that like yeah. there there's lineage to i don't know if it's actually called blue whale but uh but yeah oh, exactly. I see, I see. it's a different name on whatever the the challenge thing was yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. it or yeah. if they or if they actually use it but yeah th- this is like it does, and it doesn't even go on the like based on true events or whatever. It doesn't. It doesn't even play that card. But it is actually based on yeah. a thing that that happened with these kids of like progressive challenges, like every day another challenge, and like some of them were uh, like just like like betray someone or like like betray somebody's trust and stuff like that. Like all like pretty like pretty like dark stuff. Even if it wasn't risking your life, right. you know, and like and of course you you videotaped it and put it on get get your get your likes yeah exactly that's it and and going through the community uh so this uh, movie the entire film is basically a um filmed a la remember like unfriended or uh whatever Mm, it was talking about the one where it was all through webcams yeah exactly this is the the same yeah this is the same deal like it's your you're always looking at a desktop or a phone camera footed live feed as viewed Mm -hmm. on a desktop back and forth through the whole thing. Of course, there's always the, the the weird conceit that you have to be like, these people can go through these weird traumatic like experiences while holding their selfie phone perfectly, keeping themselves in in frame, even yeah. as they like they break into someone's apartment and are running around and they put the phone down and it angles up at just the right thing. But whatever, I mean, it's a conceit of the genre. I mean, you have to give that pass to found footage films in general, of which this is like a bastard step stepchild, you know? Found footage yeah. films also, you, okay, the camera's always there. It's always going to catch the action at a nice angle. Yeah, Let's exactly. just have some That's, fun together. Yeah, yeah like, like, like so so much so that there's um, someone com- like commits suicide holding their camera, and then when they die, the camera is still pointed at their head like sideways on the sidewalk, like perfectly. Yeah. I was like, yep that's okay. how that's how that works so yeah the movie opens up with um a girl just walking out into a train track and saying like forgive me and then just like while filming it on her uh, on her live feed on facebook and just gets mm. like boom and just like blasted by a train and then the rest of the movie is basically her sister 
saying like, I'm going to get into this game and figure it out and try to stop the people who are doing it while I kind of go along with the game and, uh, and stuff gets like, and she gets in too deep. Well, yeah, of course, naturally. But, uh, but yeah, so in terms of like the experimental aspect of it, all being kind of found footage does it very, very good. Uh, it's almost like, it's also weird because there's a lot of like on-screen storytelling that you don't like that I haven't necessarily seen. Like, like when the hacker like takes over her computer and like pops open and like goes into her folder and starts like removing the files or whatever mm-hmm. else like that, you know, like, like you're like, oh crap, oh crap, oh crap. And like, even before like she notices it, you know, you see like an, something else happening in a window, like that's beside the thing that she's chatting in and stuff. Like, right. So there's a lot of like weird, like tricks <laughs> essentially the, of the, of the, like of the format there's also like there's a really there's a, a really fun scene of it's the two of the people playing the game are supposedly like uh, crossing through or are supposedly walking across like a busy busy highway or, or whatever else like that but they're only on film with each other but it's they perform it well enough and like just like the way it's kind of shot and they're so like amped up and you so you just hear like and like lights kind of going by and they're like like flinching or whatever and like every now and then you see the camera like tilt a little bit and you'll see like a car for like a half second but i was like yeah this was there was no special effects on this scene whatsoever but like managed to have the tension of two people walking across a highway without you know having to like worry about special effects and like shutting down a highway or bad cg or whatever other way you were going to do it it was just like close-ups of their face and then sometimes lights and like horn honking noises you know but like i mean if that's done right it can it can be almost believable it's like it'll be almost more believable than getting a good shot of the cars going by because yeah that would be really and that's what i'm saying it, it was it was done right i was like wow yeah. that was a, like a remarkably tense scene for what i was watching was just two people on like full framed shots of holding their phones up right like okay so this whole thing is wrapped is like wrapped around a gimmick does yep. it all work does this thing um, come to Yeah, you? I would I would say it um it works pretty well. The there's there's twists, there's betrayals, there's the people that she thought she was working with turn out to be not, you know, like more involved with the game and they're not players that are running it and the people who they thought were running it it wasn't actually them even though that guy was a psycho and so forth. But like they're the unfortunate thing is that I mean, I guess um like probably from a history of watching Fantasia movies mm-hmm. and just like horror movies and thrillers and all that stuff is like, not to say they were incredibly telegraphed, but like you kind of see them coming. Cause you're like, Oh yeah, it's not like the girl's not going to like find the admins and stop them without like curveballs. And one of the curveballs is she's going to be wrong about the identity of someone. And then, Oh, the guy who she met during the game, who's been helping her out all this time. Well, Twist. well who knows? Oh crap. He betrayed her. You know, like, like it's, it's, a lot of it's. Okay. I mean, Tele- telegraphed or no, this could all still be fun. It, you know, it, it was. was it, fun? it was. It was a yeah. tremendous amount of fun. Is yeah. that, like I said, I don't. I don't want to diminish what it does. Like it, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah. I mean, I think that's also part of horror movie fandom in general. Is like sometimes you're just sort of like it's. There, a lot of horror movies are like basically just like cover songs of other horror movies, right? Like. <laughs> Yeah. And like, and you're, yeah, you're like, why do you listen to a cover song? Why don't you listen to the original? And you're like, well, because you kind of want to see what the person like brings to it. Yeah. Like, uh, like one of the, one of the, it's not even like a main plot point, but one of the things that I thought was just like hilarious was like as part of her, like her mom is very like, 
just distraught about the death of her first daughter, obviously. And then her other daughter's kind of receding into this thing, but like doesn't necessarily know there's like the game going on. And she almost got like tied up with like a, a drug thing as a result of the game. Like she had to like go get this package and then almost got arrested or whatever. Hmm. So then like for the rest of the movie, like her mom is just like, you're on drugs, aren't you? And it's like, <laughs> she's just like getting mad about her daughter doing drugs. And it's like, she's so far like off base with like what she should be concerned about as yeah. a parent. Uh, yeah, that that was pretty fun. And even even the twist, like the twist like lines up kind of thing. Like it, it's not a twist for twist sake like they and and there's even like that thing of where you know like the the killer basically like makes a mistake and in his like in the creepy killer voice reveals something that she only told to the guy who thought she was helping her so she like Mm -hmm. it's not like a loose end like that's how she figures out that she's being betrayed she was like i only you know like there's stuff like that which is again that's just like like don't that's good though. That that makes it yeah, like, like a more believable stuff, experience. Yeah, like don't pull stuff out of nowhere and like the, yeah. the, the the final girl actually being like clever and doing some work to become the final girl always makes a bit of sense. Right on. Uh, and uh, and yeah, like I said, like for a for a low budget, extremely low budget because it's basically just screen captures and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, like found footage movie. I uh, would would heavily recommend. And like I said, it's clever enough with the conceit of like filming the screen that it's like, it's still like, it's an interesting watch. And also I should say about both of these movies, 96 and 93 minutes. So like pretty breezy runtimes where you're, uh, don't, you don't you delay. Just, exactly. That's it. Where you're, you're not, you're not, and, and both films are, would have suffered if they were much longer where you're like, okay, I get it. The little girl's a ghost and she's putting together a little trail for her dead sister to figure out. Okay. Like, like if, if there was like one more little like step of that quest, I'd be like, well, okay, this is too many steps to yeah. get to the get to the reveal. And same thing too with uh, within Blue Whale, they sort of introduce the game, they, they start the game. She's like losing her friends, and then when like if it didn't, it was like just at the point where you're like, if this doesn't transition into the third act pretty quick, I get it, and I'm watching a screen, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And it's like <laughs> it is just teenagers calling each other, and that's that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. But like it it has the right cue and like then kicks it up into into high gear and uh and kicks it off there also also hilarious is because it's also russian like the cops are just like a Uh non-factor like 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 even like they call the cops and the cops are like at one point they're like oh no like blue whale stopped like a couple years ago these are just idiot copycat kids kids are gonna kill themselves whatever like that's like (laughs) (laughs) that's like literally like the police line of thinking you're like what yeah (laughs) there's like an abusive dad figure and like they call the cops on him and like and like as the cops come up the stairs, they're just like it's like it's probably like uh, like what's his name beating his daughter again, just like ha- like nonchalantly going up the stairs. You're like, oh, cops are awful in Russia, and then you're like, yeah. probably, <laughs> like I guess, like it's I don't know if it's just the like yeah portray the cops as like corrupt or whatever, but like it just seemed like extra highlighted because you're like these are Russian cops who seem to just give absolutely zero fucks that kids are just killing themselves as part of a game they're like right. kids kids are gonna do what kids are gonna do man who can stop them <laughs> <laughs> not this guy mm-hmm. 
Right on. What do you know? Yep. What is coming up next? Do you want to do you want to foreshadow your Japanese film? Sure. Um, so yeah, the, both of these actually. Hang on. So Blue Whale, I believe, is no longer has a time screening on it. So I guess try to try to catch that when you can. Uh, Martyrs Lane um, has a second screening that's going to be um, a virtual screening on Saturday, August twenty first, that you can cool. still buy tickets to. And the movie that I'm going to talk about in the next episode, uh, really, really clever and highly, already I can tell you that I highly recommend it. We'll get into the details on the next episode. It's mm -hmm. called Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes, and that one is on demand. So if you want to listen to or watch the movie before the episode comes out, you can do that. Cool, cool, cool. Fantasia. Right. Take it easy, everybody. Enjoy the festival. There's still like six days of it, or when this comes out, maybe like five days of it. It goes to the 25th. Mm -hmm. Bye, everyone. Oh, hey there, loyal person who sticks around after the podcast to listen to the outro of a podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. If this podcast is fun for you, if you like to hear us talking about Fantasia movies, obviously share it, tell people about it. We do this just about every year. Uh, and for the rest of the year, uh, I also host a podcast called Go Plug Yourself, where we talk to uh, interesting Montrealers, sometimes uh, interesting Montreal filmmakers uh, from time to time, uh, every two weeks. And that alternates with our other podcast, 9ES, which is the 9 to 5 Entertainment System, where myself and Scott, who you just heard on this episode, uh, along with another one of our friends, John, uh, basically talk about geek pop culture movies comics video games uh, every two weeks that alternates with go plug yourself uh so yeah tell people about this show tell people about our shows go listen to some of our podcasts go listen to podcasts in general and uh i guess watch uh, fantasia movies and continue to support genre cinema thank you 905.cc podcast blogs and comics made in montreal since 2011